Ho, 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 and cha-cha-cha. Cha. Hi, friends, and season's greetings. This is Alex Townsend coming to you once again from our studios here uh, at the uh, Southern North Pole here in Southwest Florida. And this is once again the Aspie Files wishing you a happy holiday season. And someone else wants to say hi. Hello and happy holidays. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> and ho, ho, ho. And we hope you're all doing well. We hope you're celebrating this wonderful season with your friends and family. Yes, and now, enjoying your season. And we wanted to make sure that when we did this episode, there was Christmas music playing in the background. Yes, we have a great, delightful Christmas uh, songs. Yeah, and this is one of my favorites, actually, baby. Yes, this, this is, is a good one. This one's called My Favorite Things. Good, let the fans hear it. When the bee stings, when I'm feeling fine, I simply remember my favorite That's actually very good advice for uh, newly sober people like myself. <laughs> I'll tell you that. that. That helps a lot. Uh, no, I love that song. I always have. And you know what the weird thing is, babe? What? Oh, and by the way, Chestnut wants to say that to you, too. Chestnut, can you say uh, Merry Christmas? Woof, woof. <laughs> Jen's, tra Jen's translating as she's, handing him some, as she's handing her some snacks. We're getting ready for the holiday. We're just wrapping some presents, getting ready to go to church. Yes, we have a service tonight at about uh, 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock, and I've already gotten dressed. I've got um, my Christmas colors on, as does Jen. Yes, very nice. Although Jen looks like the captain of a softball team. Yeah. <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> I love it, though. You look beautiful. Oh, my owl shirt. I'm wearing an owl shirt that I got on Facebook. Yeah, and yet when I look at it, I say, now stepping up to bat, number 49. <laughs> yeah. Jenny Townsend. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I want to start doing that, and then I, I feel I look over and I realize there's something there's something missing. I don't have one of those announcers from Fox, right? Including the one that uh, guest hosted for Jeopardy during the transition period. That's right. Do you remember the last one of the last ones they had? Yeah. I can't. I'm I, I, I'm I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head, but it's going to come to me. Uh, it's 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 going to come to me. Um, because he's very very talented. I just want to make sure I get this gentleman the props. Uh, Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Joe Buck, that is his name, yeah. Great, and can I tell you, he is such a talented gentleman, and he did a great, he did a great job filling in for uh, uh, as part of the transition. And oh, we got some good food going on here. We got some penny alavaca pasta. Yes. But yeah, we got some, we got some really great penny alavaca pasta. And you're probably wondering, Alex, doesn't that work with your new life? No, not at all. In fact, this enriches it. It enriches it. It, it. it livens it up. It gets good food in there. Yes. You know, Pete, there's a chef I used to watch on PBS named Graham Kerr. Oh. He used to say that about um, his cooking uh, when he was on the Gallop and Gourmet in the 70s. Do you remember that, oh. do you remember that show, Gallop and Gourmet? No. He, it was in Australia. Here. In fact, he even got to cook with Johnny Carson one night. He did. Johnny had him on, yeah. Wow. But what happened was his wife, Trina, uh, Graham's wife, Trina, got heart disease. Oh, no. Well, Graham and Graham on Galvin Gourmet, they would make anything. They'd make Wavis Rancheros, Jambalaya. We're talking about stuff that you put, like, lots of sugar and butter and everything in. Oh, careful. Whoa, whoa, all that pasta's going underneath. Wow. Okay, we got to get the pasta out. We're going to get the pasta out of there a little later because it's falling underneath the oven. I don't know how it had happened. But in any event, ladies and gentlemen... Um, I guess what we're trying to say, yeah, anyway, so Graham, uh, when he, uh, revamped himself, like, uh, about a, de a few years later, he created a system called Minimax. Minimax. Minimax would take out the bad stuff and, and, and bring in the good stuff. Oh, 
Even one of his famous sayings was, pornography has no redeeming value and neither does a donut. <laughs> it's kind of funny because we love donuts. That's right. We kind of, and the other thing, um, well, uh, that's our business and not yours. <laughs> that's our business, not yours. Although I will say this though, if I can, Boogie Nights is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. Right. I will say that though. And the director of that movie has a new movie uh, out coming out tomorrow. Oh, really? For Christmas Day. His name is uh, right. the director, and his name is Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh-huh. Now, the name you may not recognize, ladies and gentlemen, but if I tell you his movies, then you will recognize him. His movies have included uh, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, There Will Be Blood. Yeah. And his new movie is called Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza. Yeah, and it, uh, it looks fantastic, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see it... Uh, uh, I'm, I, I'm very anxious to see it, hopefully with Jen. Mm-hmm. And we see it'll probably not be till, uh, ooh, probably New Year's Day. Because right. we're kind of, you know, we're trying to spend a lot of time around the, uh, this holiday season. We're very excited because we're spending a lot of time with friends and with family, mostly with friends from our church and family. Yes. And we kind of want to keep it like that this year. A small Christmas. Yeah, and that's kind of what, but the movie, Licorice Pizza... Is about uh, falling in love in the San Fernando Valley in 1973. Right. And it's a great cast. We got uh, Cooper Hofferman, Alana Hamm, Sean Penn, Tom Watts. As a matter of fact, Paul's girlfriend has a small part in the movie. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Again, um, Paul Thomas Anderson, the great director. And mm-hmm. the hard part is picking a favorite film because he has so, so many wonderful films. But, um, no, his girlfriend is Maya Rudolph from uh, Bridesmaids yeah. and from Saturday Night Live. That's right. And they have four children. Wow. And I keep wondering, how the hell do you find time to make right movies with four kids in the house? A lot of pandemonium. Well, and, and they, uh, you know the age gap, right? Yeah. The age gap, uh, for people that uh, don't know, the, um, the, the kids are... Um, well, one, the oldest is a teenager. Oh, here we go. The oldest is 16, right. and the youngest is 8. Right. So 8 to 16, they, they, they run the gambit. Right. But, um, and I, and I, I love both of those people to death. They're so talented and so funny. Mm-hmm. And, but Paul, he makes, he makes movies every few years. Right. But my, my favorite films he's made have been Boogie Nights, Punch Drunk Love with Adam Sandler. Oh, if you haven't seen Punch Drunk Love, you've got to see it. It's fantastic. Yeah. That one's about a lonely plunger salesman who has an addiction to phone sex, and his seven sisters abuse him. Right. But then he meets a woman that changes his life through one of his sisters. Yes, right. And he finds the urge to get rich and get out of that little town and change his life. That's right. And you know how he does it? How? He starts collecting, well, stockpiling. Um, there is a difference. Stockpiling on healthy choice products. Mm-hmm. And he redeems them for frequent flyer miles. Very good. And he gets millions of them, and he, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful, it's an intense but beautiful movie. And Adam should have been nominated for an Oscar, as a race prize he wasn't. How's that pasta taste? Mm-mm, good. Mm-mm, there he is. That, that's the best answer. That's the best answer. We're going to have some for dinner tonight, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, uh, oh. That's our Christmas Eve dinner. That's our Christmas Eve dinner. And we're going to have, are we going to have some breadsticks, too? And some breadsticks. We got some breadsticks there. I want to heat up. And we're also, I'm going to make a salad for both of us. Yes. Um. We got carrots, we got tomatoes, we got cucumbers. Yeah. And that's the kind of salad I like to make. As my wife likes to say, make it a good one. Make it a good one. Oh, it says that. Do we have lettuce? 
Uh, no, but we'll get some on our way home from church. Okay. So I want to ask you guys something very important. What is your favorite Christmas memory? Jen, what's your favorite Christmas memory? My favorite Christmas memory, opening up for presents <laughs> with my family in the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. Um, what was the best present you got in the 70s and 80s? Mm, a pair of cowboy boots. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Were you, were you, did you watch reruns of Bonanza or Gunsmoke, or what was the, what was the purpose of this? <laughs> They were in. Oh, they were. Oh, that's right. That's right. They were in. And they wanted a pair of Justin. Was this the eighties? This was the eighties, and I got a pair. You got a pair. Um, early eighties. Yes. The reason I asked is because um, one of the greatest movies of all time came out during that period with John Travolta, and that movie was Urban Cowboy. Mm. I forgot about that. I forgot that that movie came out during that period. All right, we have a wonderful dinner for. Christmas Eve. We do. We're gonna have that. We're gonna have. We're gonna have nice. And we also have some Christmas cookies in here. And we also have, ooh, Hershey's Kisses and M and M's, ladies and gentlemen. But so, so you, so that was your favorite present that you ever got. Yeah. I know what my favorite present was. What? Eighteen years old. I got. Well, I, I got. I got a few. Uh, but I think my favorite was when I was eighteen. Uh huh. It wasn't when I was a kid. Although I got a com- my first computer when I was eight. Oh wow. Yeah. I got my first. I got my first bike and my first two wheeler when I was like. Seven, I guess. Right. But my favorite, no, those are nice presents, but my favorite present of all time. Oh, I got, I got a pool table when I was nine from oh, Fisher Price. very nice. Fisher Price. Oh, did you learn how to play? I'm still not that great at oh. it. I'm better at air hockey. Air hockey. So if we, and we're in our dream house now, but if we can ever find some room in it, yeah. or if we ever win the lottery and get something bigger, I'm buying an air hockey table. All right. I'm, bearing, I'm buying an air hockey table. Yes. I'm buying an air hockey table, and she and I are going to play it every chance we get. Yes. And I know what the winner's going to get. Uh, what? Their choice of movie night. Oh, good. Or at least to pick where they're going for dinner. <laughs> right. And if I know Jen, she's going to probably pick either Hibachi mm-hmm. or this uh, Korean steak place in Fort Myers. Called Umber's. Umber's, yes. They're Very steak- good restaurant. And I love that they have steak there. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Um, so you know what my favorite Christmas gift was? What? Oh, there's, or there's, wait, there's, a, there's a piece of penne right there. Oh, thanks, honey. Okay. Oh, see <laughs> I was going to get it. She got it. <laughs> she, she got it. No, my favorite present was uh, when I was 18 years old, I got Sirius XM satellite radio 15 uh-huh. years ago this year uh-huh. when I was 18. Wow. And it's a great story about how I discovered it. Uh-huh. So I discovered Sirius XM because of a commercial with Willie Nelson. Oh, Willie Nelson um, uh, in the commercial talked about why he loves Sirius XM. And he mentioned you got about over 100 choices you can make. Pop, right. country, rock and roll, news, talk. And I went, wow. So I, I did a little reading on the brochure, was very enamored by it, and also was enamored when Howard Stern announced he was going to satellite radio. Oh, good. I saw him on the O'Reilly Factor, when I actually liked Bill O'Reilly. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> um, no, Bill interviewed him, actually. Oh, good. Yeah, and what happened was he interviewed him, and they were talking about the move to satellite radio, why it was important. Right. So when I was 18, I made a deal with my parents. Mom, Dad, can I have serious sex time for Christmas? Uh-huh. They said, I'll tell you what. We'll pay for the radio, but you have to pay for the installation. Oh. That's what they said. So you have to pay for the installation, the service fee. Okay. Now, I was debating whether to pay $12 a month. Uh-huh. But the other thing is, honey, I'd actually been saving up because of my GI Bill. I didn't have a job at the time, oh, and I didn't really have bills. Uh-huh. But I saved up my GI Bill. Very good. And my tuition was kind of, um, my tuition was uh, very low. Yeah. It was like um, 
I think it was like six or seven hundred dollars a semester. Maybe uh -huh. maybe a little more. It wasn't that much. It was community college, which is it was cheaper fifteen years ago. It was still expensive, but right. still cheaper than <laughs> community college. State college for some reason is cheaper than. Um, but, 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 but careful, babe. Oh. Anyway, so anyway, I got Sirius XM Satellite Radio. I called the company, and I found out that at the time they don't have these anymore, sadly. But at the time, they had um, lifetime memberships. Oh, good. They don't have those anymore. Oh no. No, I don't know why. But anyway, so they, I what happened for me was I called the company, and I said, they said, how much is a lifetime membership? I said. Well, it's fine. I, I had the money. It was five hundred dollars. Oh my goodness! But I had the money, so I was like, "I'm gonna get it." That's very reasonable. And I'm telling you, you, it means you only pay once. Right. And you know, that's it. Very good. But here's what happened. They said to me, and "This is where God intervenes in my life at this mm -hmm. point." They said, "But you seem like a nice young man," yeah. and as a lot of salespeople say, uh -huh. even I, you know, even as a you know a a, a person who works in customer service can know that. Not in sales, because our service knows it, too. They say, you seem like a nice young man. It's almost Christmas. Right. So how about we make a deal with you, you buddy? Uh-huh. How about we knock that price down $100? Very good. So it's 20% off. Yeah, so it went from $500 to $400. Very good. So I got serious for $400. Uh-huh. I got the radio. And by the way, at the time, this was, two, this was 15 years ago, they had the radio on, like, docking stations. Yeah. Yeah. On docking stations. And so I took the radio and I always had it in my car. I had it installed in my car. Right. I paid for that too, by the way. So oh. I paid for that. Yeah. Again, I made in a deal. Jeep? Uh, no, it was in a Ford Contour that um, I got after I got into a Fender Bender in the Jeep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not the best driver in the world as you guys right. can pick up. In fact, I, I, I've always said if I ever hit it rich, right. if we ever like get hundreds of millions of dollars or a billion dollars, yeah. I'm never driving again. <laughs> I'm literally going to have someone drive me everywhere I go. Okay. I may seem a little spoiled, but I don't know. Maybe that's... Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Very nice. If we do, and I think we've played the lottery a couple times. Yes, we love playing the lottery. We do, especially when we're on vacation. Yes, when we're on vacation, we play the lottery. This this, this one here gets me to do a lot of interesting yeah. things. So, um, but You just I, never know. No, you never know. You could win. You never know, which would be right. really wonderful. And we give and we give, we'd give a lot to animal an animal rights cause that Jen would be passionate about. Right. Or in my case, probably any cause that involves autism. Mm -hmm. But in any event, so what? Um, so I got the radio. Yeah. And I had it in my car mostly. Yeah. A couple, and then a year later, I asked for a docking station. Oh. So that way I could have it in my in my office. Uh -huh. When we moved to Florida, I got a docking station. A docking station. So it's one of those giant like um, it's like a giant radio. Uh huh. And you just put it down. Oh, and you box. It was a boombox. Thank you. Okay. They still have them, by the way. Oh. But I don't know why people would want them now when you can listen to it right. on your phone or on your tablet. Right. Which, you know. Now, if we, if we weren't, if I wasn't a, a techie, if I wasn't into techie gizmos and gadgets. Yeah. And Uncle Chuck and I are. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about Uncle Chuck in a minute. But anyway, so I got the radio and I'm just, I, I don't listen to FM radio anymore. I don't do terrestrial radio. No. I don't listen to AM radio. Not at all. None. Fuck it. I don't do it anymore. I much prefer... Series XM. I like satellite radio. Yeah. And by the way, that's not a swipe at Bobby Bones, who I like very much and is very talented, or Seacrest. Right. They're all talented men. However, mm -hmm. gentlemen, come to mm -hmm. satellite. It's the way to go. Right. And anyway, that's just that's just my personal opinion. I, I, I am much more of a satellite guy. Yeah. Because I have it on my phone, and I listen to it when I'm on my breaks at work. It's nice. And the, the selection of... The diversity of the channels is amazing, babe. I know. That's great. Yeah, so I listen to... The channels I listen to mainly mm -hmm. are the Garth channel, which is Garth's music. 
and the music he likes, and it ain't just country. Uh-huh. It's classic country, it's current country, it's uh, classic rock. Classic rock. Yes. And then the current artist would, there's some current artists that would, you'd be surprised he likes. Oh. He likes Lady Gaga. Uh-huh. He likes Bruno Mars. He likes uh, Justin Timberlake, who he's friends with. Very good. His wife drags into one of his oh. concerts. <laughs> Oh, funny. Yeah, Trisha was the fan. Oh, good. Yeah, Trisha Yurd was the fan. Anyway, and she's like, we're going. <laughs> okay. But anyway, and, and they just, the two of them became, they became pretty good friends. They became good friends. They became pretty good friends, yeah. Very so, good. Yeah. Um, but in any event, um, they have that. Howard has his channel, which we listen to very frequently. We love Howard Stern. He's my man. We love him. He's, He's so cool. He's so funny. Yeah, I gotta start. I'm gonna be binging on his stuff on Sunday. Yes. I need to. Um, in between other shows and movies that I'm that I'm really wanting to do but I want to binge on at least one of his interviews right because his interviews are about an hour to two hours long mm-hmm. so I gotta like make the time to do it and I don't I I consequently admit I've been struggling to do that since I got a promotion at work oh good so we should talk about that I know Dale's got a great promotion and he's doing really well yeah I am very happy absolutely he's on level two which and we should explain the difference between the two yeah go ahead now level one Level one. Is you're answering calls from customers coming in. Right. So they come in, you go, thank you for calling. Jeep Customer Services is Alex. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? Right. <laughs> My voice kind of changes a little bit when I get on the phone. Right. And when I was in level one. It, it might, and on level two, I can kind of be me. Right. But in any event, let me, let me step back here for a second. Okay. Let's just step back here for a second. Okay, okay everybody. So uh, anyway, so what happened was on level one, I was answering questions about um, cars, mostly vehicle concerns, warranty questions, right. um, recall questions. Right. Would someone qualify for rental? Would they qualify for reimbursement? Right. Um, is the vehicle been diagnosed? Is it at a dealership? Right. And if it's there, we can escalate the case. And also depending on mileage and you know other elements. Oh, here's Lucky Cat. There's Lucky Cat. We got a cat. Her yeah. name is Lucky. And this is our first Christmas with, with Lucky dog cat. and Lucky Cat. Hi, Lucky Cat. Can you hi, say hi, Lucky. Lucky Cat? Say meow. <laughs> you say meow, Lucky meow. Cat? <laughs> She's going to get there eventually, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, um, so, yeah, and then that was level one. And uh, level one was doing, uh, I was doing okay there, not great. It was doing all right. I was doing all right, but I was struggling through the motions and... Obviously, that period led to the realization of getting rid of a couple of demons, which I'm now almost a, I'm almost a month gone from them, and I feel great, and I feel a lot more I feel a lot more cleansed because of it. It's one of the greatest blessings, and I've gotten this holiday season is that clarity that I hadn't had for a long time. Cleansing. It's a cleansing. Thank you. It's a cleansing. It's uh, a cleansing. She knows a lot more about the subject than I do. But anyway, so anyway, uh, I just know my story. That's all I know. But anyway. So, and I'm going through a period where um, I was just wondering, okay, I'm off this, and I was in a funk for a little bit, and during that funk, I got really depressed. Yeah. I got really depressed, and I didn't know if I, uh, I, I didn't know if I could still do this job. Everyone's, and I had a lot of good people at, at, in this company believing in me. A lot of good people, coaches, encouraging me. One of them asked me, do you want to go home early? Because there's no shame in it. He goes, no, I, I got... I got a car that needs to be repaired. Uh, full disclosure, I got a tire that went flat and the bumper fell and a few other things that fall when you don't realize your tire's flat. Yeah. But um, so I, I try to work as hard as I can so I can get all that paid off in no time. But we got a good mechanic and they're working with us and they're, they're nice people. Hopefully it will be done soon. Yes, we, we're, we're, we believe they will be done soon. We just, you know, just the bumper's the only thing we're waiting on. But they started painting it, so that's really good. 
But what happened was um, this very this one of the coaches gave me a card, and that was for the United Way. They said, "Look, don't wait till your insurance kicks in. Call this number tonight when you get off work. Talk to someone. Right. Free counseling. I talked to United Way, and I yeah. cried a lot and just got all my emotions that were in there. Yeah. And once I started talking to them, I felt great. I felt great, and these counseling like that. Oh yeah, uh, we have towels here. She's showing me. Uh, gentlemen, let me just say this, if I may, my my gentleman Aspies. Your mother, your wife, your mother-in-law, either one of those women are training you. Be ready. Be ready. <laughs> be ready, gentlemen. If you don't be think ready. you're if you don't think you're being trained, you're lying to yourself. Right. You are lying to yourself. Anyway, so um I what happened was the next day I went to work and calls got better and I heard a I had a call from a gentleman out in Newark, New Jersey. In Newark, New Jersey, and what happened was uh, that call changed everything, babe. What happened was a very, very sweet gentleman, and he did everything we asked. I know. Vehicles at the dealership, vehicles properly diagnosed, and halfway through the call, one of the coaches was sitting behind me. Awesome. And that was my friend Cal. Uh-huh. And short for Calvin, but we call him Cal. Right. I turn around, and there's Cal. I'm like, I'm like oh, hi. He goes, oh, hi, Cal. Cal. And he says, oh, no, finish, finish your call. We'll talk when you're done. Oh, your friend could sleep in the, in the sleeper right here that we made. Remember the big bed? Yeah. Um, full disclosure, we have another friend of ours who um, is kind of going through a rough time right We're now. We're praying for him. Yes. Uh, he um, went through a really rough year. I mean, yeah. we've, all, we've all had tough times. But this one, so we're looking at um, just, we want to be able to help him out if we can offer to him. Yeah. But we're hoping he'll say yes. And yeah. he also is going to be lucky because he's going to be sleeping in the day room, which has my video game system yeah. and all my vinyl. He could sleep in here. He could be, yeah, anyway. But um, anyway, so I want to go back to what um, the story I was telling. So Cal's sitting right behind me. And Cal, um, I, finished, I submitted my case uh, and re reassigned it. Because it passed merit to be sent up to level two where I am now. And what happened was um, we had a talk and he wanted me to come to level two. And he said to me, hey, um, it's a 7% raise. We can keep you on Monday through Fridays. I'll, I think I can keep you on the same schedule you're normally on. And that schedule is Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Right. But That's good. It is good. Yeah, yeah. So it's really, really good. And what happened was um, uh, I went through – that was Friday and a couple signatures from an, another coach, Isaiah. He had been wanting me – helped out. Well, he actually – Isaiah had been wanting me to come over to, um, to uh, level two from the beginning. Right. He and another guy named Peter actually uh, had been scouting me. They heard, Peter heard me in nesting. He and Isaiah and Dawn, they're two of the people in level two. And Riley, too. Uh -huh. and Riley was one of those people the day before I got my promotion. He was like, you all right there, buddy? You okay, man? I still he see. was worried about you. He's a, big, he's a good big brother. He really is. Although I think we're about the same age. I don't know. But we, were like, we, we feel like brothers because we get yeah. along so well. And he also, very inspiring and cracks me up in the most unexpected times. So what happened was um, Cal uh, offered me the promotion. I said yes. He said, hey, don't worry about the you putting people on hold. We'll work on that. Don't worry, man. And we did. Right. And the great thing is, I would say about probably 95% of my calls, I don't have to put people on hold. Right. Most of the time, I never have to put dealerships on. I almost never have to put dealers on hold. I know. That's great. So I'll explain how level two works. So level two, 
I am now what's called a case manager. A case manager. Let me explain it. <laughs> Let me explain how that works. And yes, there is a 7% salary. So um, I got almost a dollar raise. Right. And mind you, babe, this was two months into the job. Right. Do you know how long I had to wait to get my first raise at Fox for? I know, a long time. A year. Yeah. And guess how much the raise was? How much? 70 cents. I know. This was a dollar. <laughs> and I only took two months to get the raise. And by the way, when I got a raise in 2016, you know what um, the man, one of the managers said? You would have gotten a bigger raise, but... He said, you would have gotten a bigger raise if Hillary had won the race. And I went, excuse me? Right. I didn't understand what Eric meant by that, and I still don't to this day. He'll, right. he'll deny that he said it, but that's beside the point. So anyway, um, so I went through three days of training for level two. Mm -hmm. I went through about a 72-hour, um, uh, three days of training. And luckily, the guy that trained me on level, level one was our trainer for L2. I know. That's great. And he told, and I found out his daughter uh, may have Asperger's. His 19-year-old might have wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Um, Mike, Mike, wonderful human being. Mm -hmm. And by the way, uh, he's the only person I know that can quote Tom, that can mention Tom Brady and Dale Carnegie in a lecture, mm -hmm. which is a very difficult thing to do, don't you think? Mm -hmm. But what happened was um, I went through three days of training. It was uh, three days instead of three weeks. Oh. And you know how many days of nesting I had? How many? One. Wow. I had a week of nesting when I was in level one, but in level two, they really throw you to the wolves. Oh, okay. But I didn't feel I didn't feel like they were wolves, babe. Oh, I know, but you did really well. I I did better on that that entrance exam than I did on the first one. You did very well. On the level one exam, I got an eighty-two. I know you did. Which is a good far. score. That's a it's a B minus. It's a good score. I got a full grade up on the um the level two exam. I got a ninety-one on that exam. Uh -huh. I got a 91. A 91. Can you believe he got a 91? <laughs> yeah. So smart. You know what's great, though? There was an open, it was an open text uh, test. Uh -huh. You got to use your notes on the test, which is very important. And then uh, Cal was here. And it, the other thing that Cal did that's really great, babe, you know what he did for me? What? He sat me in between him and another manager. Okay. And I know why he did that, Jennifer. Okay. He knew I was going to have tons of questions to ask. And what are we hearing right now? A Jackie Larson greeting card for holidays. Now I'm sending a card to my friend Mary. And if, if you can hear that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the music from The Nutcracker. Yes. By Peter Tchaikovsky. One of the greatest, greatest, great, great, one of the greatest, greatest pieces of classical music you will ever hear in your life. Mm -hmm. It was a ballet that was made in 1892 by the wonderful Peter Tchaikovsky. Yes. I learned about him in music class when I was um, a teenager. That's right. Did I ever tell you, babe, that I had the best music teacher in the world? You did. Me, Mr. William Bennett. Oh, good. Mr. Bennett in his class introduced us to Peter Tchaikovsky. Uh-huh. And he introduced us to Mozart and to uh -huh. Beethoven. But he also introduced us uh -huh. to musicals. Oh, See, we, we met with Mr. Bennett twice a week. Uh-huh. Twice a week. Monday, Friday. Oh, good. Monday, he came to us. Thursday, well, Monday through Thursday, Monday and Thursday. Monday, he would come to us. Good. Thursday, we went to him. Oh, good. But can I tell you, babe, it was more fun when he came to us. Oh, good. Because he would always play, he would always show us musicals. Happy holidays when you went on this. And what he learned, what I learned in his music class was an appreciation for theater and for musicals. Uh-huh. And in his class, he taught, he showed me Annie... The Wiz, 
West Side Story, and he's, the first one was Oliver. Really? Yeah, but I think my favorite by far, by far will be Annie. Oh, okay. Which, by the way, we watched last night on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I know. That was so good. It was so... And you had never seen the 99 version, right? No. Now, you, but you've seen the, the original with Carol Burnett. That's right. Carol Burnett and Albert Finney. And I got actually, I, I need to pull up. I want to I mention the name of the young lady who um, was Annie in the in the original because I always forget her name. Um, uh, what was her name? It's going to come to me. Um, Aline Quinn. Oh, good. And you probably, if you've never seen, and by the way, you would also, you also probably will know her from another movie, wonderful movie that Gary uh, Marshall directed called Beaches. Okay. Yeah, Beaches was great. Yeah. But what happened was. Um, um, yeah, no, we saw Annie last night, and Jennifer absolutely loved it. It was good. It was fantastic. Now, you asked, now, I remember the first thing you asked me when we were, when we were watching the movie, and I, and, and I don't know if you remember this, babe, but the first thing you asked me was, um, who plays Daddy Warbucks, right? Yes. And that was a wonderful Canadian uh, theater actor named uh, Victor Garber. Yeah, that's right. Victor Garber, who you probably would know from an interesting um, – he's been in Titanic. He's been in um, Milk. He's been in Argo. He's been in TV shows like Blue Bloods and Alias. Um, he's mostly known for Broadway, though. Yeah. Oh, he was – oh, and, but other movies I'll mention. Uh, Sleepers in Seattle, First Wives Club, um, Dark Waters. He was in with um, Tim Robbins and Mark Ruffalo. Um. And uh, I want to talk more about him, but we have to take a commercial break because I've got to get uh, a brick, and we'll be right back in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. Very good. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Ask Me Files. Sorry, we had to um, put something in the uh, mailbox. Yes. It's not going to come till probably, what, Monday? But Monday. She, but she wanted to take care of it. It's for acupuncture school, right? That's right. Now, that's something you're very passionate about, right, baby? Very passionate. I've got my master's degree in acupuncture and Eastern medicine. So I don't want it to fade away. I want to keep my license. So I got to mail out all my applications for reinstatement for next year. It's one of those things that, you know, she's very passionate about and something yeah. I love. It's weird. It's like... It helps tremendously with migraines and it helps with yeah. menstrual problems. <laughs> <laughs> some, of the, some of the male Aspies watching this are going to probably wonder what that's about, especially if they got seasoned anatomy. <laughs> uh, or if they've, or if they've never been with a woman, uh, <laughs> but some of them, they're not, not you know, anyway. That's that's that, that's a, that's another podcast in itself. So <laughs> yeah. And the song you're hearing now, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, "Where Are You Christmas" by Faith Hill. Yeah, that's we, a good song. And was used for a wonderful Ron Howard movie called "How the Grinch Stole Christmas." How the Grinch Stole Christmas with my man, Mr. Uh, Jim Carrey. Yes. I gotta say. I, there's certain songs I think about that totally make me think of Christmas, and they remind me of what's really important in life. But um, I loved your memory. Like, I, and my, I guess my Christmas memories are seeing my grandpa, my grandpa Charlie, my mother's father. Yes. On um, Christmas, mm-hmm. Christmas morning. That's we, nice. We would have breakfast. My aunt Pug and Uncle Carol would come over too. Very nice. It was, there was, a, and there was a, there was. That a, sounds like it was a nice family tradition. Very wonderful tradition. Yeah. The weird thing is, though, with my aunt and my uncle, though, what? I'm closer with them now than I was when I was a child. Uh-huh. I don't know why that is, but... That's nice. It might be because Grandpa Charlotte and um, his ex-wife, my grandmother, Nita, mm-hmm. 
were, um, they both passed away within a year of each other. Oh. He passed away in 2005, she passed away in 2006. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's part of the reason I'm, um, as much as I love 2021, Dad died. Dad's anniversary, his death was ten year, was ten years ago. Hers was fifteen years ago. Right. So I was kind of like, you know, I'm also. We're also. How do I say this? The bright spot of it, honestly, was getting this new job, and the best part of it was getting was marrying you, baby. You're doing good, honey. You're on a good track. Well, we're doing great. That's yes. that's the key of it. We're I doing think. All right. Yeah, but I remember seeing Grandpa Charles. That was really the, the bulk of when I saw him. He was a very private person. He didn't really let a lot of people into his circle. I don't know what I don't know what was wrong with him. I don't know. It's not that he didn't show love to me because he did, but he was not always the most affectionate. Who? My grandfather Charlie. Oh really? Yeah, his, his, my my mom Nita was polar opposite. Oh. My grandmother she was she was very affectionate to everybody. Okay. She was loving and she, very and devoting and extremely generous. That's nice. And I'm the same way. Right. When I have money. Right. When I have money and. Right now, I'm, get, I'm right now. As I said, I'm paying car repairs. So, but I'm gonna get them made, and she'll get them off in about a c- couple of months. But um, I think, I think honestly, those are great memories. And seeing my aunt come over for uh, Christmas breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. My aunt, my my aunt Pug uh, came over every Christmas for a long when we lived in Delaware. Oh, really? Yeah, those are great memories. They really were. And we would visit my uncle Chuck, or we would visit him at my grandmother's house. Oh, that's nice. Now, uncle Chuck, we mentioned in the before we went to commercial break. Yes. Now I want to mention Uncle Chuck. Uncle Chuck is awesome. He He's is like awesome. a really great uncle. He's the uncle you want. He's the uncle you want. He doesn't even know me, and he got me this gorgeous coach pocketbook last year for Christmas, and yep. I'm like, thank you, Uncle Chuck. So, in return, we got him a really nice gift this year. Hopefully, he'll like it. He's also given me, well, he's also given me a lot of wonderful presents. I think I know what my favorite ones he's given me have been. My favorites have been um, um, the smart TV that we have in the living room, yes. which we're contemplating moving to the bedroom. Yeah, we Be- might move that to the bedroom. Because my mother, and here's the reason why, my mother is giving us a TV tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Just out of the blue, I went to see her about a couple of weeks ago. Oh, good. Yeah, I went to see her and she told me. Uh-huh. If you want we got to put it in the convertible somehow. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to fit it in that shit. I don't know how, don't but know how. we'll figure it out. Um, what time are we going over there tomorrow? Uh... 12? 30, 12, yeah. 12. That'll be good. So we're going to sleep in tomorrow. And Jenna suggested we open some presents. You want some or all tonight? We're going to open up all the presents tonight. And we have a we have a tradition that we're going to carry that my dad started in our family. Yes. Now, here, here are dad's Christmas traditions. Mm-hmm. Every Christmas, when he and I would wrap presents for mom, mm-hmm. or when he would wrap presents, you know what he would always play? What? Christmas music. Of course. He would always play Christmas music and mostly classic Christmas stuff. Right. So he liked his favorite two of the people like Bing Crosby, White Christmas. Right. Uh, uh, anything D. Martin. D. Martin was his hero. Right. He absolutely loved D. Martin, and um, he, like he wouldn't, he would not, he wouldn't know much about Taylor Swift. Oh no. Although, although he would probably, he would probably, I know what he would say if he if he saw her. What? He would say, she sings all right. Yeah, she sings beautifully. I, that's what I, that's what we would say. She sings beautifully. I'm like she's cute. <laughs> right. And she, and she, how tall is she, Alex? <laughs> uh, she's five eleven, Dad. Yeah, she's tall. But she's yeah, she sings like an angel. Yeah. And I can safely say some of her songs have got me through dark times, including "Back to December." 
Yeah. Not a Christmas song. This is a Christmas song, but Back to December is not. No. Oh. Um, but in any event, um, so yeah, my dad would play Christmas music, and when we would open presents on Christmas morning, he would make coffee, and um, he would always play uh, Christmas music um, before we'd open anything. And he would put a Santa hat on me. Oh, he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started wearing that every Christmas from probably around the time I was 11 years old, and I don't have it at the moment, but we're going to get one for next year. We've just been so busy with we our... We have a Santa hat that's out on the mailbox. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the one. Yeah. But we're going to get one for ourselves next year. We're going right. to do that. But we're just, we're you know, memories like that, seeing my grandmother, uh, seeing my grandma Nita, seeing my Uncle Chuck. But yeah, Uncle yeah. Chuck... Um, we have a, quite a few phone calls to make tomorrow. Yeah, so we're going to call Uncle Chuck. We're going to call Aunt Pug, Uncle Carol. Yeah. Jen's brother and sister. Yes. Um, we're going to call... Her mother, her father, right, and one of our and another sweet friend of ours. We're gonna call our friend Paula, checking on her. She's all right. Paula, we'll call maybe. Maybe, okay, maybe, maybe. No, she's uh, she's a very good friend of ours, and she's been one of our um, one of our champions. Right. One, someone has def- has always been on our side. Right. And it's good to have those friends, especially in this holiday season when there's a lot of people that are feeling lonely in the world. They sure are. And especially people. Our, our servicemen and women who are serving overseas defending the freedoms that we love. Uh-huh. And so next time you see a soldier, whether whatever branch of the military they serve, mm-hmm. I want you to do this. Say thank you for your service and mean it. Mm-hmm. And I need you to mean it, ladies and gentlemen. Right. That's very, very, very important. Because a lot of people don't do that. And a lot of right. people, a lot of people, a lot of people... Mm-hmm. Just don't do that. They take for granted the everyday freedoms that we have, and I, I don't do that. I'm the, I'm the son of an army sergeant. My grandfathers were in World War II. I have uncles who – I have an uncle who was in the – at least one uncle who was in the Vietnam War. Like I'm literally very lucky to be an American, you know, and yes, Democrats can be patriotic too. That goes to Oliver Warbucks and any other person that asks me. But anyway, that's beside the point. But anyway um, – no, I, so I remember uh, just really good memories like that growing up. And I also remember um, – I remember seeing my Uncle Chuck. And I, I, I'll tell you a great story about Uncle Chuck. Um, one year for Christmas, he gave me a George Michael double disc greatest hit CD. Very nice. And it had two sides. Uh-huh. For the heart, for the feet. Oh. For the feet is dance songs. And those songs uh, include um, – Wonderful songs like that include um, um, Outside, uh, they include um, Faith is on there, I Knew You Were Waiting for Me, um, um, that include um, Monkey, Why Can't You Do It, Why Can't You Set Your Monkey Free, that's a good song, um, uh, Fast Love, that's a good song, but I like his songs that um, move your heart too, so I like Careless Whisper, yes. and I like um, Jesus to a Child, I like um, Kissing a Fool, which we've slow danced to on our first date, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but I do, I, people, well, it, wasn't, it wasn't George's version, but it was Michael Buble's version, um, so I remember, um, yeah, Uncle Chuck uh, gave me that CD of George Michael, and I kept dancing to it. Like the entire time we were at his house that day. Oh, that's nice. And my grandmother, who was in a wheelchair at the time, my grandmother Nita, she was in a wheelchair at the time mm. um, because she had had a stroke. Um, yeah. Um, she saw me dancing. So it was 2004. Uh-huh. I got that CD from Uncle Chuck, and I also got George's last CD called um, Patience. Oh. That has some great songs on there, but they're not for children. 
It's a very intense album, and it <laughs> uh-huh. like I can't even I wouldn't even say the lyrics on some of the lyrics of the songs on here. I would not. <laughs> right. Uh, if we do, we'll have to put like a a, a a sign that says this episode is not for children. <laughs> uh-huh. This show, this show is for people eighteen and up. So please be advised. <laughs> but uh-huh. we don't do that. We want to make sure that the show is someone that everyone can listen to. And if we do say something naughty, then it's, you know, it's who we, it, I, I come from the era of Richard Pryor and George Carlin and Sam Kinison and right. Chappelle and comedians that said what they felt. And I, those are the people that made me laugh. Mm. And they, they said what they felt. They used blue humor. But anyway, um, no, so my Uncle Chuck, um, he and I, I take after him probably more than anyone else in the family. Yes, nice. I know. Well, he's really funny and kind and Down to witty. Earth. Yeah, very witty. Oh, yeah. Great to talk to. Yeah, good to talk to. Um, very funny. He, um, and if you see pictures of him and I, you probably would see similarities. We're both the same height. Right. We both have similar hair, although I've been growing my hair long lately. I know. You look great. <laughs> she likes my long hair. Very good. But I've got to take a shower soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, but I want to just wrap up by saying, um, you know, we both love gizmos and gadgets. And we both, honestly, um, we both um, see things about left of center. But we also care very much about our families and our friends and yeah. the people that are important to us. And we wanted to do a shout out to the podcast to wish you all a happy and merry Christmas and happy holidays. Yes. And thank God everybody's doing well out there and getting ready for the season. Be safe. Be merry. Yes. And please, if you get a chance, please um, donate to the Salvation Army. Please donate to your local food bank. Um, and... Um, Please donate to Autism, um, to Autism Speaks. Uh, they're doing wonderful work to, um, Lucky. they're doing wonderful work to help those uh, on the spectrum and um, those who live with autism but are thriving and are just want to live lives and their families um, because you know it's children and adults that have this. But when we do this show, we honestly look to speak to people that maybe don't have anyone in the world or don't have a lot of people except maybe their family. But just know this. You are blessed that you are loved. You know, life is beautiful. Life is hard sometimes, but we get through the tough times. Mm -hmm. And the thing that gets you through it is family and friends. And that's the thing I firmly believe will get us through this holiday season. And it's going to make 2022 a wonderful year. And um, that's the next time we'll see is 2022. But we hope you all have a very Merry Christmas, a wonderful New Year. Um, And um, just happy holidays. And... Please be safe, and we will see you next time on the Aspie Files. On the Aspie Files. We'll see you next year. See you next year in 2022. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.